Hey everyone, this is Kennedy Hawk from the Marvel Champions Monthly Fan Podcast team. We're continuing our deck haul series and we're down to the final two decks. So this deck we're going to talk about today is Spider-Woman Punch and Counterpunch. It's a Spider-Woman green and red deck, also known as Christmas Colors or the two different colors of chilies you can get in New Mexico. So let's look at this red, green, aggressive protection Spider-Woman deck and see what's going on. First, we'll go through the deck looking at the card types, then the cost, and talk about how amazing the cost curve is in this deck, and what I think one of the keys is to making a really, really good Spider-Woman deck that really focuses on using her hero ability to get as high a stats as she can. Alright, so let's go through by card type. This deck's kind of crazy. It's got 16 upgrades. We've got an armored vest, three copies of Battle Fury, one copy of Combat Training, two copies of Counterattack, one Electrostatic Armor, two Finesse, two Honorary Avenger, three Indomitable, and one Unflappable. So that is 16 upgrades, and it is kind of just a hodgepodge of all sorts of things, but you'll notice one thing about them. They all are really cheap, so the two Finesses from Spider-Man's kit cost two each, and Combat Training is two. Everything else is one or less. It's exactly where we want it to be. For supports, we have Jessica Drew's Apartment. For allies, we have three allies. We have Captain Marvel, Clea, and Spider-Girl. So Captain Marvel and Spider-Girl have the Avengers trait already, and we're going to need that to ready Spider-Woman as many times as possible using that Earth's Mightiest Heroes engine. Clea does not, so we do have these honorary Avengers. We can use them to put that onto Clea if we need to. Unfortunately, Clea is a really good jump blocker, so we're really just waiting for a two-cost ally that's either basic or protection to come in and replace Clea in this deck. For events, we have 20 events. So we have two Contaminant Immunity, three Counterpunch, three Earth's Mightiest Heroes, two Inconspicuous, two Pheromones, three Self-Propelled Glide, three Skilled Strike, and two Venom Blast. That is 20 giant events. So you are not going to be doing a lot of deck thinning in this deck. You are going to focus on playing as many cards as you can each turn and then using those stats to the best of your ability. So. Let's just talk really quick about Spider-Woman decks. So when you make a Spider-Woman deck, you have to choose two aspects and include equal amounts of both. So I've seen a lot of people say, well, you have your basic 15 cards. So I've got 25 cards left to work with. I could choose 12 and 12 extra cards. That would put you to 14 of each and then have one card as a basic card. That's one way to do it. Um, I've seen a lot of people say, well, I'll choose 10 of each and end up with 12 total. That's the, the route I went with here. So I can include a few more basic cards. So when you do that, you're allowed to run five basic cards. A lot of people will use those for the three double energies or double resources, energy, genius, strength. They might throw in a mansion, they might throw in a mockingbird and call it a day. Um, here we went a little bit different. We took Earth's Mightiest Heroes and Honorary Adventures, five cards that cost zero, and threw them into our deck because I think they really make this deck shine and really make it come together. So the whole concept with Spider-Woman right is to use her abilities on her hero form to... Play as many different aspects as you can each turn, get her stats really high, and then use those stats. A lot of times it's hard to do that every turn, right? If you're trying to pump to 444 or 555 or even 333 every turn, that can be really difficult. So in this deck, instead, what we try to do is focusing on getting up to that 444, maybe that 555, and then using that stat both during the hero phase and the villain phase. And we do that through the card Counterpunch. Right, so. Spider-Woman's ability lasts until the end of the round, so that is at the end of the villain phase. So you get this stat buff during the hero phase, hopefully you use it to attack or thwart. You go to the villain phase, you can use it for defending, and with counterpunch you can also use it for attacking. So if you can get 
only up to 333 for your stat line, but you get to use that ability three times. I would argue that's just as good as getting to 555 and only getting to use it once. So that's what I'm focusing on with this deck, is trying to get a punch and a counter punch in every turn I try to combo up Spider Woman's stats. Let's look through the cost curve really quick, and then I can talk a little bit more about how the deck functions. So there are 11 zero-cost cards, the three counter punches, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and Honorary Avenger, and then three skilled strikes. There are 17 one-cost cards, so we've got 28 cards at cost one and less. We've got 11 two-cost cards, and this is where it hurts me a little bit. Um, I would love to include Power of Progression and Power of Protection. But it doesn't trigger all that many cards, right? Power of Protection only triggers three cards. Power of Aggression triggers four. That doesn't seem like you get a bunch of bang for your buck there. Um, we have no three-cost cards and one four-cost card. So we've got 39 cards in our deck that cost two or less. With a hand size of five and maybe one resource generator, that means we can play at least two cards per turn. With a lot of them costing one and zero, you can probably play even more. Um, but all of the aspect cards, right, cost cost two except for inconspicuous um, from Captain Marvel's, not from Captain Marvel, blah, keep saying that, from Spider-Woman's kit. All right, so the cost curve is really, really, really low. If you look at it, there's slightly more ones than zeros, but for the most part, everything is in that one zero range, which I really like in these decks to keep them nice, cheap, and clean. So I think that's my key to a Spider-Woman deck is keep your aspect cards cheap. Like a lot of good aspect cards are really expensive. But really expensive cards don't help you with Spider-Woman's buff. At the same time, you could make a Spider-Woman deck where you focus on those really expensive big cards, right? You can play Goliath, and you can play Hercules and things like that and have a really beefy ally that lasts the whole game. You only get one stat buff for it, but maybe you don't care because you play a really good card. So there's two different sort of ways to build Spider-Woman, and I'm building her the cheap thing, play lots of events way. So... This deck is all about Counterpunch. I've seen lots of people post Counterpunch decks. This might be similar to those. I've never played a Counterpunch deck until I got to try this deck out, and I thought it was really fun. It's pretty combo-heavy, right? So you have to draw the right pieces at the right time, and having 20 events in your deck, that's just going to be a problem you're going to have all the time. So in multiplayer, the more people can pass cards to you, the more ways you can find to draw cards, the better. You might consider dropping one of those Honorary Avengers um, for an Avengers Mansion just to get yourself a little bit more card draw. Could also run espionages instead of those honorary avengers, um, but we really want to be able to use as many Earth's Mightiest Heroes as we can. We've got lots of readying skills in our set, so you can imagine maybe you attack a minion, play skill strike, so you're swinging for four, kill a minion, use battle fury to ready, kill a villain, play a protection card, go to the villain phase, defend against the villain, you're now up to three defense, Play Counterpunch, you also get the swing for 5 attack again, so you're just like rolling and rolling and rolling. So rolling with the punches, that's what you're trying to do. Pretty pretty fun deck is what I've found. So I'm going to recap the goal again. So your goal isn't to try to combo to 4-4-4 or 5-5-5 every turn with Spider-Woman. That's like a an unattainable goal with this deck. It might happen a couple times just by luck, but you shouldn't try to focus on it. Instead, what you should try to focus on is getting to that 3-3-3 stat line and then using those stats at least three times. So you want to use them to attack or thwart during the hero phase. You want to try to use them to defend and then maybe use a counterpunch or attack and thwart and use one of your readying abilities. So you've got lots of readying. You've got Battle Fury. You've got Earthspace Heroes. You've got um, Self-Propelled Glide. So that's nine cards in your deck that ready you that cost one or less. Take advantage of that and get those stats to 3-3-3 and use them as many times as you can. 
I found that if I can get those stats used at least twice per like round, then I'm usually in a pretty good place against the villain. So I recommend trying that. And if you can, see how many times you can trigger those stats in one round. I think it'd be amazing to see if you can, you know, really swing for the fences and try to, you know, use your stats five times or six times. That would be really cool. So this is my Spider-Woman deck, Punch and Counterpunch, all about using aggression cards to pump your attack, protection cards to defend you, and then Counterpunch to use that attack just one more time. Tune in tomorrow for the final deck, an Ant-Man deck, in the aspect that I have played Ant-Man the least, and then we will break officially for the holidays. Happy holidays, everyone.